like such a girl. <laughs> giggles. Oh, intoxicating girl giggles is the way we start off another episode of Brevity Pox. Welcome to the BBX. A hot show, hot show, right? Hot show, hot takes. It's always it's hot. Take it's always it's hot. hot. It's gonna be hot the with the stories of your upcoming date here. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the BBX, a show full of hot takes on any and everything is the way I like to describe it. I'm back after a couple of weeks of uh, vacation and hiatus. Maybe the a best bit of vacation. The best vacation. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. Before I get into all of that, of course, you hear the giggly, excited <laughs> voice of Becky with that good hair joining me on another episode. Mitch. Can't make it. Mitch is out there saving the world one grande cappuccino at a time. time. Yeah, no kidding, right? Dealing with all the Karens. (laughs) Listen, I thank, I thankfully, I appreciate, you know, having a place like that for all the Karens to congregate. It's been really nice. It's been really nice because they're there and they're not at the hospitals, and they're they're not amongst the regular (laughs) people. Yeah, no kidding. That's pretty funny. of course, I'm sure you've heard me say it a million times, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network and Area 42 Studios and Sound. If you'd like to check out what we're about, you can go to our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. There, you will find a list of all of the podcasts that are part of the network. There is something for everyone. They're all entertaining. We've all been doing this for two years now, and we've gotten some good milestones under our belt. But most of all, everybody has been producing quality podcasts that you will enjoy. They're great hosts. It's great subject matter. Check it out. They're all good. Blue Rose Task Force. You like Twin Peaks? That's your spot. You like games? You grew up playing games? Oh, God, it hurts. You want to talk about um, whether it's anime, science fiction, anything retro-futurist, we got retro-futurist culture. We've got cinephile hissy fit, which if you're a movie nut, if you're a cinephile, you're going to like that too. They're all good. They're all worth your time. And we all like to listen to something while we're doing, well, pretty much everything, if you're like me, whether it's working on the house, washing the car, driving to work, whatever you have, there's something to listen to there, and we know you're going to enjoy it. So check it out. And on with the show. I did have the best vacation. I know. I'm so jealous of your vacation. I the best vacation. I didn't, I knew, and I didn't know what to expect. You know, my my wife and I are both... um, we you know we take small vacations but we've we've rarely taken a you know what normally i think is what you think of with a yearly vacation where you take a week and you go somewhere uh either uh exotic place uh or a theme park some people like to go to cancun not my thing i would be miserable in cancun my wife hates me for that a little bit. <laughs> um, but this time we decided to go to Universal Studios. Specifically, we wanted to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And look, uh, big kids. In, we, I enjoyed this on multiple levels. 
I could spend the entire time talking about it. I'll talk about a little bit of it. But Please, because I have I never can. been. And I'm so jealous. It has been a long time. <laughs> so, I, okay. I, I just can't. Uh, as a kid, as the kid inside you, mm-hmm. it's a perfect experience. And you don't really realize that it's a different kind of theme park. Even inside of the Universal Studios experience itself, and just theme parks in general, you know what a theme park is if you've ever been to one. But if there's one thing that it's missing on, it's not immersive most of the time. Not like this. They'll have it there, you know, whether it's, let's talk about Disney World. You know, for a long time, you would show up and you'd see the castle, but it's not like you could go into the castle. And you'd see, you know, people around you and the, or the characters around you. And it was very much clear you were in a park celebrating those themes, obviously. Mm-hmm. The difference with the way they approach the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios, we went to the one in Orlando, I know there are others, is you... I mean, this kind of as an a as a grown ass adult, right? You get to a place where you you really appreciate the engineering of it because right. instead of instead of it being something where there's a map and you go to this place and like, oh, there it is, and you can see it from you know hundreds of yards away, and you know you you get up to it and it's there. The way they've designed this, it really does create a feeling. Like you've first off, like you discover it, like mm-hmm. you found it. And when I say immersion and immersive, it was so impressive to me that I, I literally first night when Did we got cry? back from the park, <laughs> I was in tears. I will be, so I will cool. tell you this. The the first moments walking in, you do have an emotional experience. You really do. I if you have any affection, every time I go to Disney, that I I cry. Oh, you'll be blown away imagine. by this if this if Disney affected you that way. This is on another level, I'm and I mean that. like a child, like I was earlier. <laughs> there, there is. Uh, it, it left such an impression on me that if you have no idea of, about Harry Potter content or the world that it that was created for it. Even then, you would be blown away just in general on how that whole experience plays out. You would be, there's a wow factor there if you're totally ignorant to what's going on. If you know what's going on and you've been to a bunch of theme parks, it it can feel, you do have an emotional sort of moment because they have successfully created experience where you feel like you are drawn into the world that exists in the books and the movies. And it's so thoroughly fleshed out that I came away after that first day and was looking up. Like I had to, I had to figure out or had to find some information as to why. And there's a couple of, YouTube videos that are documentary style that explain what the hell is the difference? Like, why is it the way that it is? And it ends up being fairly simple. Um, but 
at the end of the day, it's just that J.K. Rowling demanded to have the final say mm-hmm. on everything in the park. And at first, it was supposed to be Disney. Disney was supposed to, was setting up that arrangement, was reluctant to let her have the final say. And when I say final say, I mean it to say that J.K. Rowling didn't want people that are coming into Diagon Alley, which is the first and better of the two uh, sections that are Mm -hmm. in the Harry Potter Wizarding World. And if you don't know what that means, it's just a, a very specific place that exists in the books it's revisited and um it's very fleshed out in the books it's very fleshed out in the movies you know it when you see it but Rowl jk rowling didn't want you or a person visiting the park to be able to buy they didn't want anything to break the experience Mm -hmm. so when you go in there you can't go buy a coke right you can't go buy like a normal drink if you're gonna buy a drink it's a drink that's from the narrative. Mm -hmm. So everything is frozen butter, beer, gilly water. You know, I will say with the exception of there's a couple of places where you get actual beer, you know, which I mean, honestly, the power of major beer conglomerates, I believe Miller Lite is probably sold at Hogwarts somewhere. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But that, but ultimately everything else, the candy, the food, (laughs) right, right. There's, but there is this very dominant, like, the even the vendors are dressed in that garb mm-hmm. that in the clothing of the area of the the streets are cobblestone the buildings are are wonky okay. and off kilter compared to like what you would normally see in the movies mm-hmm. there's a huge ass dragon on top of Gringotts. what would be the bank of uh, the gringotts bank and the thing spews a 20 foot like like burst of flame every 10 minutes with a roar that is designed to not just come from the area where the dragon is two or three stories up in the air. It comes from everywhere around you to create that feeling of what you would expect a dragon roar to be like. And you don't know where that it's not like there's speakers hanging out, right? It's Mm -hmm. just kind of comes about. And, um, it's incredibly immersive, you know, to, they have uh, a radio network that's like a wizarding radio network and they have performers come out and do like actual vocal performances. And that's so awesome. uh, everything is of the world that you're in. And when, you know, part of the experience of going into some of the rides that are there, like escape from Gringotts is, just walking through the line, you're literally going through the lobby of the bank at Gringotts and the animatronics of the uh, the goblins and trolls that are counting money with little monocles and wearing, you know, suits. And so cool. it, I mean, huge chandeliers. I mean, it's absolutely impeccable. Another one of those questions you want to ask about it is how did they get to that level? And you find out that the art director from the movies moved to the States to create this world for Universal. I mean, that's, it's it's really incredibly fleshed out. I mean, to the point where, yeah, so you go through a normal candy store or a place where they're selling, you know, Gryffindor jerseys and and, um, bags and backpacks and whatever else you can think of. 
And even the setup of those places is straight out of the movie. And every candy, you know, is exactly what you would. I can't think of all the names off the top of my head, but, but so what you, you would know, expect, like you see in like when you well, like a simple see, bottle like, of water is Gilly Water, right? Yeah. And it's a simple label, it's simple marketing, but the colors, the lighting, the people behind the counter, and then to the point where they have the like dark hidden little area where it's literally like a little tunnel in Diagon Alley that's like the secret space where there's a store that's dimly lit and if you go in there and look up this the sky looks like clouds racing over a full moon and um it's incredible they even create an experience that's really designed for kids but fun to go and witness where they'll take the kid and you know six or seven people back to a room where that kid will go through an experience where they get chosen by a wand and this it's all interactive. And so to, to a kid who maybe doesn't have all of what they're putting together, it feels like real magic's going on. Mm -hmm. And there's a person in character playing the role and saying, no, that's not your wand. And then describing the wand made with a Pegasus hair out of this wood and et cetera, et cetera. And it's really cool. And then like you go into bumps. the well, and then you go into the shop, and it's all the shelves are bent, and the bookcases are weird, and they're just stacked to the ceiling with different wands, and it's got every character's wand for sale. And then the kicker is the wands are interactive. So there's these the in maps. the cobblestone streets. Yeah, you get a a, a map of where to go you know, kind of like the Marauder's map in the movie. And you can go to these spots where there's a medallion on this cobblestone street, like a brass medallion that's, you know, five or six inches circle, about the size of a softball. And in on the medallion will be the motion that you have to make with your wand in order to make the magic happen. And so, like, if you walk up to this fountain in the middle of Diagon Alley and you, these kids or adults in Brooke's case, <laughs> point your wand at this area and make that symbol with your wand, that fountain will spew a stream of water up into the sky That's so that comes cool. down onto oh the God. street, right? Oh and God, for God. kids that are running around, it is, I mean, for adults, it's incredibly fun. Yeah. For, for like a, you see a 10 year old do a, a movement with their wand and especially at night there's a, a whole uh there's like an archway and it kind of it very much looks like old london sort of construction that's what harry potter's world is sort of designed after in a way mm -hmm. you know you can do a symbol up to this like panels of glass that are just filled with lights and it's dark and if you do your wand in, in that right symbol that whole room lights up with light you know, it, it's there are uh, maybe twelve to fifteen of these, and so it, they're cool. just super fun. the The rides are, you know, I I I, I would say incredible. We'll get to that, but immersive. You get to eat 
in in places that feel like you were in the movie, and uh, it it is really worth it. We spent most of our time there. Now, the Universal Studios, of course, has many areas, and there's only a couple that are that level of feeling like you're right. pulled into the experience. You know, Jurassic Park kind of touches on it a little bit. Um, we'll come back to that, and then, uh, but Harry Potter is really from the time you walk up to it and you see the double decker bus and the guy is standing so cool. out there in his gear and it's got one of the the miniature head, head uh, sure that's Jamaican head. yeah yeah <laughs> the night bus, I mean, yeah yeah and so you and it's literally talking and saying stuff to people that are passing by there's the fountain right outside of it looks like the ministry like uh, the house that they had the uh, uh um I'm trying to think of the not goblet of fire but you know the the Order of the Phoenix of the at, Phoenix, yeah. yeah. So I mean, all that's there, and that's what I'm saying. You like walk back into this little tunnel, and you discover it opens up to that view of Green Gringotts and the candy oh, store so awesome. where you can eat. Yeah, it was. How was the food fantastic. though? Was the food good? It was good. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's not like I. Don't, I wouldn't expect you to get gourmet, but it's the right. stuff that you would expect Harry Potter and them to eat. You know, it's like the the meat pies and. Fish and chips and butter beer, and it's it's truly they've really gone to the extra limits. Now it doesn't in there, right? You get right. to go and take the train. You go to the nine and three quarters thing, and it's a really elegant little experience where you take the train over to the Island of Adventure, which is another park in Universal, and there you go to Hogsmeade, and it, you know we were there, and it was eighty degrees, right. but all the rooftops look like they're covered in snow. It's got the three broomsticks uh, where you can eat at the three broomsticks. And um, there's different rides there. They have a giant, uh, it's not, obviously it's not as big, but the perspective of it, it looks like you're looking right at the castle of Hogwarts. And it's, uh, it's, it's again, very immersive, very fantastic. And they have uh uh, the only roller coaster, the only true like roller coaster they've got is of, and I'm I can't believe I'm forgetting his name now. Hagrid. Hagrid's motorcycle ride. And, and he had just passed you, away when you guys, yeah, after that played him. Really did, yeah. The actor that played him passed away. Rest in peace. Man. Did they have like tributes for him in the park? Very much so. Yeah, so cool. very much so. The the roller coasters. Uh, fantastic you know roller coasters are great and and i have a lot to say about roller coasters but uh kind of sticking to that theme of being super immersive is you really go into this again as you're going up to it you are pulled into the world the the actual ride itself is a motorcycle and a sidecar and you get in you get on the motorcycle and sidecar and the speed and even just riding through it, the track and the roller coaster itself is in the world that you're that of Harry Potter. Whereas most of the time, like we rode uh, the Velocicoaster, mm -hmm. which may be the first roller coaster I've ridden in my life that scared the shit out of me and, and made me feel old because it beat the crap out of me. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I was like sore. But that ride, it's immersive until you go on the roller coaster and then once you leave you're kind of it's a little immersive but really you're just on an amazing roller coaster right? right 
And it's like you, you know, the immersion was getting into the car, and it's more like a normal roller coaster ride. Like and six flags. You go through the thing. Yeah, very much more like that. And then you come back, and you're back to feeling like you're in the world again, and then right. it's over. Um, I'll get back to that. But the the Hagrid's roller coaster was really like everything in it from beginning to end feels like you're in that world. It's a level of which I just, um, I think has changed theme parks. And if you watch a couple of those documentaries out there, if you're interested, they're worth it. Uh, they're, they're only a few minutes, 20, 30 minutes. I need minutes, you to maybe, send me the links for those. I, I will. I definitely will. But, uh, you know, it'll explain to you why Disney went so deep into their star Wars land. Because they wanted to compete with the super profitability and success that Universal Studios have with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Because it's a world draw. As popular as the books are, everybody who's ever read the books from 5 to 50 wants to go and see we the world be part of and it. be in it. They yeah. want to be in that world. And, and that's the best, that's the closest I've ever seen anybody do anything where you really do feel like you're in that world and enjoying that world, uh, whether it's ice cream or butterbeer or meat pies or interactive wands or the dragon spewing fire or, you know, all of it is is a, as close to a perfect theme park experience that I really wasn't ready for. I knew it was going to be Harry Potter stuff. I sort of expected a normal theme park. I was blown away by how 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 everything to the last detail was really kind of fleshed out it was a special great experience and worth worth going worth going you should go everybody should go this is i'm not sponsored by universal <laughs> which i was i should have sent them a, a, a an ask a big ask but i i will tell you like for for us to go for a week and just have each other to hang out with and and you get to rediscover your childhood and you get to go on roller coasters together that are just mind blowing. Uh, the Hagrid's coaster surprises you and it's fast. It's just fast. And, um, it's a great time and well worth it. So yeah, you should go. Anybody listening, you have the means and the interest go oh, universal. So Studios in general. <laughs> yeah. Universal studios in general is going out. I'll, I'll spend, uh, couple minutes and talking about because it for a they second have, they have so. at the regular universal like the orlando one they have like jurassic park and like cat in the hat still right yeah well they had cat in the hat they got uh jurassic park they had rides like transformers 3d the simpsons was way better than i thought i actually didn't want to go on it Brooke dragged me on it, kind of. I wasn't kicking and screaming, but right. again, seeing seeing a life size Moe's tavern mm -hmm. and uh, Krusty Burger and you know Krusty Land and going on those rides was just super fun. You kind of forget they had a, a Men in Black ride where it's interactive and you're you're firing laser guns at aliens and oh, it's, it's just yeah. There's a lot of cute stuff. I'd say the only one that I found was kind of a waste was the Fast and Furious ride. You can just kind of well, those walk are right a waste of movies one. anyway. <laughs> yeah, not not uh, not really um, worth the wait. I would say on that <laughs> one, uh, the Minions was great. Uh, you know, and they and they've got little areas like they have the Hulk roller coaster. That's fun. There's the, like something the for everybody. There really is. There's, and, the, and and again, they do a great job of 
of develop, like creating these experiences, the King Kong ride, the, the mummy ride. Those are all, uh, but even if you go to, we went to one that was about horror movie makeup and it was just a kind of a 20 minute comedy educational thing where they talk about the history of universal studios and horror movies and how they created some of the original makeup for some classic horror movies. And they give you a demonstration and it was funny, entertaining. We laughed our asses off. Um, I mean, there's really a lot to do. And then the Island of adventure is a whole nother set of theme park little areas that you can go to as well. And Harry Potter, the wizarding world is sort of split between the two. Uh, Hogsmeade is over in the Island of adventure and Diagon Alley okay. is over in regular universal studios. Um, do they have the, um, like the yeah. lot? I can't remember if it's them or Disney that have like a lot tour. I don't know. They shot movies or something like that. Uh, everything, there is a couple of areas that look like that. Like you do have these lots that look like movie studio lots. They had some back to the future stuff. Like we saw some, we saw doc Brown, right? Uh, we saw Brooke is kind of spooked out by people in character like that. So we saw Betty Boop and Popeye and she was like, no, no, I'm not talking to them. You know, just walked right past them. <laughs> but uh, I mean, people, I don't know, man, it takes a lot of dedication. I don't know how I could, I, mean, I respect the hell out of them being able to do it all day and stay in character. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to see the DeLorean from Back to the Future. That was really cool. That was like the first thing I took pictures of. I mean, it's it's a it's a really interesting place. Nothing comes close to topping the Diagon Alley. The, even well, nothing's the ever going to top that. Period. Yeah, I mean, the train ride from one part to the other is is still fun and interactive and interesting because it feels like you're in again. You're in that world. You're in that rail car you're on that train and it it does create a a level of experience and immersion that just i've never seen done again it, and it made me interested if it weren't so expensive i'm not as much of a star wars uh wonk as i am about the the harry potter franchise but i still would want to go <laughs> I would still want to go because of what i've seen of how they've that's the new that's going to be every theme park yeah. going forward mm -hmm. is trying to create Any an addition. experience where you're, yeah. where you're in that world. And, and even in that, the Velocicoaster and uh, I'll lead up to our, our normal break with the story about us riding on the Velocicoaster. So uh, Brooke and I have not been on a roller coaster in uh, a little over a 10 minute. years. <laughs> yeah, man, we, we went to a, you know, a park in, California and rode a bunch of roller coasters. That was super fun, but hadn't been on one in a long time. And we didn't want to like research a bunch of shit. We were kind of got to the park early. We, you know, you get to Jurassic Park, everything looks like a jungle. And we saw the wait. They have the wait time posted. And it says, you know, 20 minutes, which is really low. And so we saw Velocicoaster, you see a bunch of raptors, mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, cool. 20 minutes, let's go. And you get up to, and it's probably the first real roller coaster we rode at that park. You get up to the sinus, you know, which is clearly a heads up. They're like, if you have neck injuries, if you're pregnant, if you're, you know, just have susceptible dizziness, can't deal with smoke, you know, they're telling you this is not an easy ride. Right. Beware, you know, <laughs> ride at your own risk. And then 
there's all kinds of things. So you're going through the line and and they've got uh uh Ron Howard's daughter who played a character Grace. in the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard is there playing her role, Chris Pratt playing his role. They're on screen and you you start to get this kind of there, there's clearly a narrative then Chris Pratt's character is like, ah, it's a bad idea. I don't know what you're doing this for. There's animatronic raptors, and they're all in front of you. You're kind of building up. You get to a place where they're like, okay, if you have anything in your pockets, you need to put it in a locker. And everybody, every third person is like, well, I mean, I can keep my phone. And they're like, no, nothing. You're going to lose it. And you're like, okay, sure. You think they're overreacting. You put it in a locker, real simple, real cool system they've got there. You get in the car. And you kind of put your your thing down, and it's you know you get you kind of normal roller coaster thing. Everybody's been on them. You, mm-hmm. The car starts going, you're excited. You kind of pull into a spot. Now, every now and then on a roller coaster, you kind of know what to expect. You're going to hit the little thing. It's going to the pulley's going to pull you up the hill, like ching 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 ching. And then you get those in. butterflies, and you're like, ah. <laughs> So you can kind of feel the buildup. That's what you're used to, yeah. right? And then every now and then on the way to that buildup, maybe the car stops every now and then. And you know that that's probably because the one in front of you is not as far ahead as it should be. So you're waiting and then it'll start going again. And you that's what you expect. And so with this one, you're kind of going in and you get into this tunnel and it's a pretty lengthy tunnel. And you're, you know, you think that you're going to be pulled to the end of the tunnel and go up that thing, right? Be pulled up by the pulley. And so you get in the tunnel and it stops. And I mean, everybody's like, okay, we're just waiting to get pulled further. And the sound in the tunnel, just you can hear this sound giving you every cue. Something's about to happen because it starts going. It's like, I'm putting it together in my head and I'm looking at Brooke and I go, put your head against the rest. What? I go, put your head against the rest. This thing launches you like a catapult to 65 miles an hour in less than a second. Oh, my God. It absolutely rocket ships you. I mean, you're not prepared for how fast that's going to happen. And the first thing you do is you get launched out of this tunnel. You go through a com- you get completely inverted upside down you ride for a couple seconds it retwists you up and you're going through major loops and twists at a speed you're not ready for and when you come up and you're over water this whole thing is over water oh. and so when you come up out of a twist and you're going up it has a zero g drop Ooh. that you're not ready for because you don't see it coming. And it's the first time like I made, you know, when when, I mean, everybody makes noises that you're not prepared to make. (laughs) Right. And so for me, that was the, usually I'm the dude who wants to put his hands up. Right. Wants to be brave. When I hit out of that twist up that hill and went to that zero G drop and I could feel that the only thing keeping me from flying out of the car was the harness. I'm not shitting you. I grabbed the harness and literally made this like Homer Simpson <laughs> sound, right? Like I was frightened. And you go down the zero G drop. It's intense. It is intense the way that you're 
Like it'll do fakies where it'll twist you like you're going to go upside down to the left and switch you back the other direction. Wow. And shift you through a loop while you're twisting. And so you go through all of that and you go back into a tunnel where everything inside of you sees the tunnel coming and thinking, okay, I made it. Mm-hmm. When you hit that tunnel, another catapult just reaccelerates you back to that speed. Like you get, they make you go faster. <laughs> and then there's the second half of the ride, which is, it just feels like you're going a million miles an hour. And when I came out of that thing, I was exhilarated, thrilled, exhausted. And for the first time, I felt like I'm, I, I felt old. <laughs> I, I never feel old. I never feel like, oh, I'm too old for this shit. Right. That was one of the few times in my life I was like, I might be too old for this shit. Like, it truly left me like, ho- it was a holy shit experience. And it was fantastic. It was so fucking good. It had no business being that good. When we got home that day, we were look. We just had to look it up, and it's like everywhere we looked, it was like best roller coaster in Orlando, mm-hmm. widely seen as the scariest roller coaster in Orlando. <laughs> you know, like, and and Brooke was like, I was scared. I was like, yeah, me too. It was fantastic. So of course we did it again, right? But it was. Uh, that and look, the there's no loops in the Hagrid's roller coaster, but the speed and you go through, and there's a moment where you go backwards and then the floor drops, so you like drop straight down for a second. Like it's it's they they just deliver an experience that is uh like no other. You've just listened to me talk about going on vacation to a theme park for half an hour, and I think it's worthy of me changing the subject now and taking a break. Uh, We're going to take a break and listen to our sponsors. We'll be right back, and we're going to change the tune. Uh, Thanks for letting me wax on about my fun vacation and my scared shitless roller coaster ride. We'll be right back. You know what they all say. Fantasy football is like a box of chocolates. And I know you. You love fantasy football, and you love chocolates. Well, 25 Yards Later is a fantasy football podcast with top-notch analysis, earworm music, and plenty of laughs. Each week, we dive deep into four games, putting every fantasy-relevant and occasionally fantasy-irrelevant player under a microscope. Block out all the haters with 25 Yards Later, available wherever you get your podcasts, but maybe not where you get your chocolates. And we are back from our short break. Thanks for keep them with us here okay enough about my uh super fun vacation but look i I will say this uh here's something i learned and it's about being married i've been married now for eight years i've been with brooke for over 20 uh here's what i would say i i learned that you know my and when i was a kid single parent home we didn't have annual vacations like you would think about or see in Mm -hmm. movies or some shit. If you're in a relationship or if you're not having a annual once a year, at least once a year, probably better to have more if you can do it, but at least a week a year, you need to treat yourself to getting away from the world that you live in. And if you have a chance or if you're lucky enough to have somebody 
cares about you and you care about. That week to reconnect and remember why it is you decided to do this with each other is fucking important. And if you don't have that other person, give yourself a chance to remember why you're worth it too. That's my advice. I know that's a little weird, deep philosophical, but those vacations are 100% worth it. And everybody needs to be told that because I, I went through most of my life not thinking that way. I'll never go another year if I can avoid it without taking time to just enjoy life. It's yeah. so fucking important. So, so moving lucky. on from there. So lucky you guys have lucky. a shared interest in Harry Potter and that you enjoy that. Uh, listen, I don't know if I would have been as interested without her pointing me in that direction. But uh, again, the writing. That's why she's the, books the most amazing incredible. human. She is a very amazing human. Uh, yeah, it, the <laughs> the books are amazing. The movies are really, if you love movies, they're good movies. They're great movies, and the acting in them is amazing. I, I'm an Alan Rickman fan. I'm a, a Ray Fiennes fan. Um, there's a lot of great stuff in them. Don't be don't be one of them snooty pricks and not watch that shit. It's good. If you can watch Star Wars and get into it, you can definitely find a lot to appreciate. In these movies, because you cannot argue with me that the last few Star Wars movies have been uh, worth it. <laughs> because, uh, I don't think they are. No. But so, if you remember at the very beginning of this show, you heard <laughs> what sounded like a very giddy uh, teenage girl mm-hmm. that was super She's excited lovely. about She's things coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And so. <laughs> I was pretty stoked to hear, man, as much as we've heard. we I mean, we've literally had a well, long... Well, you just saw, too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's day. fair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But we, we need to blow the dust off of that segment of Becky's Bad Dates. We've got some cobwebs well, there. I'm hoping this isn't going to be a bad date. Fingers crossed. I am hoping so, too. So I'm excited for you. I'm so what, first excited. off, before we get into you talking about the excitement you have mm-hmm. on... Uh, this uh, up and coming date, which is tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow being the 19th of November for anybody who wants to know we're recording <laughs> this on the 18th. And you sent me a picture. Oh God. Of, of it's not that guy. <laughs> uh, thankfully. Okay. Thankfully. Okay. I mean, this guy looks like the distant cousin of somebody from duck dynasty. Yeah. Who literally who- took a selfie who had like, a, the a cousin of Duck Dynasty who had an affair with one of the uh, goblins from Gringotts Bank? Oh or my god! You're one the, of the characters on. from Lord of the Rings. That picture made me uncomfortable, man. It it made it, you uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, this guy took a selfie of himself in his bathroom, wearing what used to be underwear. Yeah, and is now like cut in a way to look like a. Like some sort of Tarzanian loincloth made by Jockey. <laughs> but the best thing is, is that it was like a pair of boxer briefs. And he had yeah. like a waistband <laughs> still attached. <laughs> but he had cut the rest but off. But he had like cut the rest off and you're like, oh, bro. <laughs> it was like an elephant trunk. Clearly, he was trying to be seductive. But, he, but probably wasn't an elephant trunk underneath that. Like, it was probably like a no. like a nubbin or something like that. No, it was it was a, it was literally looked like the last face you will ever see. <laughs> it was so <laughs> disgusting. I mean, the guy the guy had like the clear uh, 
like Confederate beard going on. <laughs> like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't have like a Confederate flag in the background somewhere. I'm sure it's around. I'm sure it's in his house, and I'm sure there's also like Trump memorabilia everywhere in his house as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, if I if I had to deal with that kind of, and I'm not judging, right? I'm I'm lucky enough not to be balding or dealing with hair loss. That guy is somebody. I'm like, man, you should have done something about it. You know, you should have gotten rid of some of that. You should have done something about that uh, male pattern baldness there, bro. (laughs) Like, I mean, it doesn't matter how much your six-pack is. You can't cut up a piece of underwear, stand in your bathroom half naked. And here's the thing. If you're going to do that, do you really want, like, the... I mean, you saw all the evidence of the kid stuff, right? Like, the the toothpaste was, like, SpongeBob. He had, like, a kitty I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like there's a bunch of that stuff in the bathroom. Like I it was didn't completely. Even oh, I was. I, I was tell you, too I spent, distracted trying not to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> I spent too much time looking around his bathroom with that picture, going like, "Whoa, this guy's got kids. He's got this. like." It oh made me gosh. uncomfortable. I have to go back it and look at it now. Ooh, <laughs> and I don't want to. Yeah, like it really, it really bothered me because I was afraid that just before he takes this selfie, he's like, I'll be right out there, sweetie. (laughs) She's like, Where are you at, Dad? I'll be right out (laughs) Sit out here and watch. Osmanians, I don't want to miss that part with Gru. I didn't even I didn't even notice that. I'm trying to to send these ladies. (laughs) Just casting my line, looking for the new ladies, looking for a new mom for you. So gross. It was a. What if it wasn't? But what if he really didn't have kids? And what if he was the one using the SpongeBob toothpaste? You're just making it worse now. (laughs) Now I imagine one time. One time I went home with a guy from a bar, like back in my hoe days. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of your book. Um, That that is. It's a working title. Um, But back in my hoe days, I went home from a bar with this guy that looked like Jason Statham. I was convinced it was Jason Statham. Listen, that's an attractive dude. Yeah, with, with he he had a huge wiener too. It was great. That's a, that's an attractive dude with a bald head. See, yeah, that's okay. We had you know Brooke and I had this discussion. We started naming off men. She was like giving me a list of men that are attractive that are bald. Yeah, oh, and I, I was like, okay, Statham was one of them. Uh, for her, it was uh, she likes Patrick Stewart, oh, like yeah. a young Patrick Stewart. Oh, like, yeah. there's definitely I think old Patrick Stewart hit it too. I mean, look, Patrick Stewart's a, a he's an exception, but this dude was on none of those lists. Dude. No, 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 no. He was on none of those but lists. let me finish my story about my one guy. Yes, my please, Jason so I went home with him. He was in a bachelor party, and I, I'm pretty sure it was probably like one of those. I was like, take a girl, you know, like one of those challenges. Oh, sure. Um, so like I went home with him, and when I woke up in the morning, I kind of like he really didn't look like Jason Statham. Um, <laughs> And I only I almost had to like coyote ugly my arm off because <laughs> he started off as Jason Statham, you ended up with Paul Giamatti. Um, um but he had way too many uh, lemon drops that night. And um so I like go I like get my arm under I find my clothes and stuff and I like go in the bathroom because I'm like gonna like splash water <laughs> in my face. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. He has like kids toothpaste. I was like, hey, do you have kids I need to worry about walking around naked? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's a predator. Oh, like, that is a it was scary... so bad. I was like, Listen, I, I I've been watching my friends. I was like, how how no. would you guys let me go home with that man? And they were like, there's that's more talking you, talking you down. You thought he was Jason Statham. And I was like, he clearly was not. <laughs> I need no, better friends. It was not Jason Statham. <laughs> well, you know what? That just needs to be your code word, right? That's not Jason Statham. <laughs> what? No, it isn't. It Trust me, not. it's not. <laughs> it was not. Oh my so, god! So fast forward to now, you haven't been on a date in a hot minute, right? Yeah, it's been a At long least a good time. one. Yeah, the and- Texas Roadhouse was my last date. Oh yeah, it's not it's that like that that statement right there. Was it Texas you know. Roadhouse or was no. it when I changed the tire in Chili's? No, I, I think Texas, Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse was the last after. one. The change the tire is the funniest one so yeah. far, though. So this guy is texting you right before we record this episode. He's texting you are, now. <laughs> you're giddy, like you're excited right I'm very now. Excited. I'm you're very excited. You're excited. Yeah. All right. So give us the fucking details. What makes me me excited is um, like you go on these dating websites or these dating apps and like you start talking to a guy and you're like really excited about it. And then like for me, what the guys don't understand is like, hey, I work at night. Like I'm not going to be able to like text you like normal hours sometimes. Like I hope you're okay with that. And they pretend and act like they are okay with it. And then, like, they get all, like, butt hurt, like, a couple days down the line, like, when you don't reply. Or, like, I'm like, I'm sorry I was sleeping. Like, <laughs> I have to work tonight. Well, they I don't understand you. what that really means either. Yeah. Like, if, if you've never worked around or lived with somebody who works those kinds of shifts. Right. Especially consecutively, you don't really understand that it is it is difficult. It is, I mean, it is difficult to recover from if you're a nighttime, like, stalker at a retail store. Like, mm-hmm. if you're just stocking shelves, it's already difficult because the world isn't built for around people who work at night. It just yeah, doesn't work that it way. It doesn't. And you have and, to flip your whole schedule, like, on your days off. You have to become, like, a day walker again, and it's really hard. It's and you're, really hard. And you are literally fighting off your own instincts to want to be awake during the sunlight. Yes. Like you, it's harder to go to sleep. It's mm-hmm. harder to stay asleep. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the the same kind of deep and uh, rejuvenating sleep. And especially if you're working back to back days, right. it takes a longer time to recover. It's I say all this because obviously you know <laughs> uh, the wife, my wife, has worked those shifts before, yeah. and it is brutal. It is brutal. It is grueling, and. Uh, it's just rough for a lot of reasons. So yeah, I, I think it's already difficult to understand, but especially if you're uh, like a dude thirsty for attention. Yeah. And it, it can, it, and it's if you're insecure at all. Right. And, and I mean, you don't you get an answer be, back, you know? And I mean, I, and I understand I'm not, and I'll be the first to admit, like I'm not the best communicator when I'm on, like when I'm working my three in a row, I like to work my three in a row. Um, and I'm not the best communicator when I'm working that because I need to be focused on myself and I need to be focused on my tasks at hand, you know? 
And you're saving lives. I mean, you're <laughs> I mean, working. I don't, I don't want to brag about it, but <laughs> toss yeah. toss with my hair. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. literally out there fighting for like literally saving lives. You're yeah. in an ICU environment. Right. Like, and, you know, like I come, a- I come home, I'm exhausted. You know, you go to work, you're exhausted because you don't sleep well during the day. Because like you said, the world is functioning around you. And my biggest problem I've had with a lot of like matches I've had, um, they get really butthurt when you don't reply. And it's like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like I have, you know, I work nights and I can't be on my phone 24-7 at my job. Like I don't know how nurses do that. Like. I know, like, there's nurses on TikTok <laughs> and stuff. Like, I'm like, I don't get that. Yeah, those nurses have a, a, a higher rate of, <laughs> of people expiring. Right. Like, I don't know what was happening. I was recording a TikTok. Yeah, I was in the and supply room recording a TikTok. Um, the code really fit in with my beat that I was trying to get my TikTok dance <laughs> to, so I didn't notice it. And it's just like, I and I'm one of those people I don't like to be on my phone because I think it looks tacky. Like when you're when you're taking care of the population I take care of, it looks tacky to be on your phone while you know you have parents there. You know, like, listen, I wouldn't gross. want it when I was like from a, a waiter or server at a restaurant. I I definitely wouldn't want it if the fucking highly trained RNC was like, "Can you give me a second? I'm I have trying to answer, to answer this, this text, text message." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. not good. Yeah, so. My like I said, my biggest problem is like you match with somebody and you're, you're having a conversation, and it's always through the app for me because I don't gen generally I don't like to give my phone number out because I get I get a little bit nervous because then some people can be psycho, you know, like talk, yeah. texting you nonstop and like just weird, and then there's the whole yeah. like um. Just like if something doesn't go well, you know, the names you get called and I, my self-esteem doesn't need that, you know? And so. Not only um, that, but this is just a weird world we live in. Yeah, it really get is. super and aggressive. You get yeah. random dick pics, you know, and you wake up and it's on your phone and you're like, that's not <laughs> what I wanted to wake up to. Like, it's different when you see it in your bed, but I didn't want to see it on my phone screen. First thing you open a- my eyes to, like. <laughs> can, I, can I pause there for a second? Yeah. Look, I, I, I have literally been with the same woman for like 22 years and i would think like a good couple of days before i sent her a dick pic like i would i don't that is and i don't consider myself particularly uh shy or conservative or something but the idea that i i can't first off i'll say the idea of dating now is outside of the realm of my understanding Mm -hmm. like i would clearly be deemed some sort of fucking uh bad person or possibly a predator because i would still go up to people and be like hi you know like in real life i do do that at the bar i would do it but i would totally walk up to people and be like hello i'm afraid people would just be like oh this guy is sick he wants to talk to me in person, I I don't know what I would do if I just had to, well, uh, you know, go through apps. But I tell you what, I wouldn't do. There's no part of me, there's zero parts of me that would be like, I know what I'm going to do. I just mastered this person. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of my junk, 
and I'm gonna send and it to her right now. And it's never a good picture either. Like it's well, never. I, I don't know how you do. How you can I we mean, can do it in a way that like makes your wiener look bigger, or like you know you can trim the the hairs up a little <laughs> bit so you don't look like you have like a '70s fro going on. You know, or like you can like be sitting in a nicer <laughs> chair that doesn't have like cum stains all over it. Like put a towel down or something. <laughs> I might put some glasses and like a cigarette under, like between the yeah, balls. Yeah, and you know what? I would, like, I, I would, I would say bravo, sir. That is an excellent. Like I would try picture. to have some fun with it if I were going to do it. But here's here's another issue I would have with it. Right? There's just no way that I would. I don't even know how you would get that picture like right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know. Like, that's just not the kind of fucking thing you can ask a bro for help. I mean, with. but there's like you can't, a, you can't go a, to a um, buddy and be like, "Hey, man, look, we've been friends for listen, a long back time." Back in my hoe like, days, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there's ways. There's ways that you can take pictures by by yourself with a timer. Dirty pictures. There's ways. Yeah, dude. I I I can't take a selfie. Without like if I I would take like let's say I'm just taking a picture of my face, I'm taking multiple pictures and I'm picking the best one. Yeah. The idea that I would take a dozen pictures of my cock. Yeah. And then be like, no, no, that one looks pensive. No. <laughs> like this one looks he like looks it's gonna happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> like none of that. This None of that seems inviting. <laughs> like yeah, right. This is exactly what I'm going for. I don't, I just don't. I don't even, uh, I don't know what, I, I feel like instantly my brain, it would have to be so funny. It would have to be so funny and well thought out if I were in a woman's shoes. It would have to be so goddamn funny and well orchestrated for me not to think psychopath. Yeah. Like well, truly, I'd be like, I, you know. And I always say to the to the guys, I don't even call them men, I just call them guys, that send me the dick pictures. It's like, I didn't ask for that. Like, if I wanted oh, one, man. I would ask for it. Yeah, I, mean, I would think so. I, I don't know how you, I would just instantly want to drag them. Like, I might send them, I might, if I were, like, I seriously, if I, next time you get one, you should be like, biggest clit i've ever seen in my life <laughs> are you okay <laughs> there was one guy um that sent me one on snapchat it was a while ago he sent it to me on snapchat and um it was a long time ago and then like texted me probably like six months later he's like hey this number's in my phone and i don't have a name to go with it i was like you don't remember me and he's like no i was like you sent me a dick picture on snapchat and he goes oh <laughs> Oh, you. Yeah. He's like, I want to apologize. He's like, I was really to tell drunk. You this. You're, you're one of many. Like, you're not, you're not the yeah, only one. Yeah, you're not one. the only dick I've seen on my phone. Like, I don't yeah, want I'm you to saying, be, like, like, proud of that. But I'm saying you. Like, he sent that picture to more than oh, one yeah, person. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, 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 no. And it was just really funny seeing his response, like, um... It was not genuine, like, oh, I'm sorry. It was like, oh, shit, I got caught. Like, <laughs> like Can I tell geez. you something? <laughs> yeah. This, this story has made me, I just had an image flash through my head. Okay, so you know the movie The Usual Suspects, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. So the cover of that DVD is 
literally the five guys standing there. Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. Benicio Del Toro, uh, uh, all of them are right there, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> I just have this best image that you'd be like, grown woman's usual suspects dating, and it's just five dicks. <laughs> like five different dicks? <laughs> But they all have to be dressed like those guys. Yeah, they all have to be dressed like <laughs> like Benicio Del Toro's like <laughs> Finster. He's got like the red shirt the with red the big shirt. collar, and then yeah. the, who's, wearing, who's wearing the yellow the yellow tie with the polka dots? Is it polka dots or stripes? It's stripes. Yeah, yeah right. Like that. It's an older dick. It's the older guy. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's much, a little weird looking because he's got the fucked up hand, you know. And like, and they have to have like the thing behind them that says the measurement of how tall they are, like six foot, five foot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a single woman's uh, usual normally, normally on, on the back and the backboard. You could write like, "You must be this tall to ride this ride." <laughs> <laughs> Give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> that would be an excellent t-shirt idea. If there's anybody that makes t-shirts out there, I oh, would wear that we t-shirt. Will make it. <laughs> we will make this t-shirt. We've got to because it's so damn funny. <laughs> Great. That's really, Give really me the good. Keys, <laughs> Oh my oh, god. So that's your da- that's a great that, every every single woman who's used a dating app and has gotten dick pics would immediately relate to this yes. fucking image. Yes. 100% usual oh, suspects. Totally. For oh every like god. 10 dick pics you get, like only like one is a good dick pic that I would be like, yeah. That's acceptable. But you wonder if the rest of us connected to a psychopath because this person was like, hey, he's sending you literally the best thing he's got going for him. Here's a pick. Right. The rest of it, not Not, good. Not good. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. Not good. Oh, okay. So (laughs) let's move on from the usual suspects. And let's let's go to this this new exciting opportunity (laughs) that you are so giddy about. Give us give us some deets. I matched with this guy. It's a bumble match. Nice. Um, and um, he like we're uh, talking, and <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I was okay. like, uh, I was like, hey, listen, like I'm about to do three shifts in a row. Like, I'm sorry if I like kind of go awol. It's not you know not anything on you. I'm like, I just you know I work my three and then I go back to reality. And he's like, oh, that's totally fine. He's like. I totally understand. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> it's like the hottest thing gets you all worked like, up. You're like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and You're he's so like, hot right he now. goes, he goes, and this is what like, like got me really good. He was like, your opener for our conversation makes me want to stick around to see what else I have, what you have to offer. And I was like, ah. <laughs> Somebody's getting treats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he <laughs> you added a syllable to that. This is how I know when you're excited. I'm blushing. <laughs> I do that. I do do that. It's so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> 
So I tried this time around on the dating apps. I tried a different opener because, you know, last time it was like, tell me how to make how you make a grilled cheese sandwich. Right. This time (laughs) I went with tell me about our first date, but wrong answers only. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That would be And he like it was good. (laughs) I was like, wow. Yeah, I'd go on that date. That's really and then good. so I work my three, and after my three, he's like, uh, "We've been talking for like two weeks on the dating app at this point," and he's like, "Okay, well, he's like, go to sleep. When you wake up, just let me know." He's like, "I'll be here," and I was like, "Yeah, right." Like I'm very skeptical when it comes to like when I think I found like a good dude on, on these sites. Cause yeah. You know, right. Cause you don't know, you don't know. It's I mean, almost like you're too good to be true. Like, like well, it's a really weird oh. situation too, because a guy in that situation, you don't know whether he's playing a role because he wants something from you or exactly he's genuine. Exactly. And I'm right. like, I was like, I'm trying to figure out if you're genuine. Like I, like, I don't want to waste my time anymore. Like I'm sick of, you know, getting excited about things. And he was like, no, I totally understand. He's like, I'm in the same ballpark and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah that's I was fucking like, he's exciting telling man. me all the right things and so um i had worked the three and then we talked all days all the days i had off and then this week i had worked three in a row and right before i worked my three he's like well he's like we've been talking for like two weeks now he's like do you think i can get your phone number and, and normally i'm like really hesitant because of you know yeah past right. things And this time something just told me, I was like, yeah, I was like, sure. (laughs) So I gave him my phone number and I was like, but listen, I'm about to do another stretch of three in a row, which actually turned to be four in a row um, because I picked up an extra shift to stay with this patient that I had. And um, I was like, so, you know, if I don't respond to your text, please don't get mad at me. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. This guy (laughs) did not text me at all during my four four day work week. And then on when I had my day off, he goes, I know it's your day off. He's like, I know you're gonna be sleeping. He's like, I just wanted to let you know I'm still here. Um text me when you wake up. And I'm like Whoa. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what? Whoa. I was like, oh man. Oh my gosh. And then so like right before we got on for the Pod, this podcast episode he texts me and he goes hey do you want to um go see a movie tomorrow night and i was like i've never been on a movie date ever and he goes excuse me what and i was like i've never been on a movie date and he's like oh, i love movie dates he They're goes the best. We're, we're changing that tomorrow and i was like okay <laughs> that's awesome man yeah i'm so excited <laughs> That makes me happy. I mean, because I, like, I gotta tell you, I was like, "So, are you are you really gonna show up?" And he's like, "Why wouldn't I? I just asked you on the date. I was like, I'm just checking. I was like, and then when I check again tomorrow, just humor me, okay?" That's awesome, man. I'm really. Yeah, root- I'm I hope so it goes excited. extremely well. Thank I hope you. it does. I, I, I was seriously at the beginning. I was gonna give you a hard time about hearing uh, JJ Watt on the Rich Eisen show talk about how taking care of his baby was like the best thing on the planet, that just to get heart. a rise out of you. Broke, yeah, I just break your heart a little bit. It broke. <laughs> That's why I think I'm like more motivated to move on now. <laughs> 
I just, you know, what's funny is if you actually met JJ at this point, you'd go to him and go, "I'm sorry, but I gotta leave you behind." Yeah, I've always said, I've always said, when kids get into the fold of things, I'm out. I'm out because I'm not gonna be a home. I'm not gonna be that home wrecker. (laughs) Not gonna be that hoe. Not gonna be that thought. No, over there. But I'm really excited. So So now, like. When I get done here, I gotta like outfit plan and figure out what I'm gonna wear to a movie movie date because I've never been on one of those before. So next episode, we're gonna hear all about the details. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not another uh, uh, install into the Becky's bad date catalog. It was, hopefully, it's a new Becky's great dates. We'll yeah. see what happens. I hope that what it's movie? A changing time. I don't know yet. We haven't decided. I don't even know whatever what it is out right now. Be open to the experience. It doesn't matter what it is. Go I said I it. said as long as it's not like a scary movie because I don't do well. I like puke and pee my pants. So I would rather well, not definitely do that not what date. you want to do on the first yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even know like what movies are out right now. It, you know, it does. I would honestly don't worry about it. I would I'm don't not. worry about it. I'm just, just go and have a I'm good going on time. a date, an actual date. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna go and you're gonna enjoy you just go gonna, and have I, a good I, time I want with him the person. To open the door for me. And I'm gonna do the wallet reach and see what he does. Well, I, maybe leave the tests and just see what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Maybe just enjoy the movie. Get some popcorn. You know, have a I good know. time. I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear about it, man. I'm, I'm so excited. happy for you. I mean, yeah. I'm excited for you. I mean, and he's kind of, I mean, I'm very shocked because he's totally someone I would go for, which is like, you know, like the the douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call him? Chads? Chads. Giga um, Chad. He's Giga got Chad. that Giga Chad framework. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I was very shocked by his behavior. You never know, man. Yeah. Sometimes those guys, you know, he might he might have gigged late in life. You don't know if right. you like hit that early giga chad kind of vibe. He you never like know. Like a high school giga chad. You never know. He, maybe he learned his lesson early too. There's no way to really tell. Here, I sent you. Let's just I give, just him, sent let's you give a photo. him every benefit of the doubt. Oh, I can't wait to look. Let's see. This. <laughs> let's see how this looks here. Okay. He has nice teeth. Oh, yeah, dude. This guy has got a friendly face. Yeah, right? He does. He does. He looks like he could be running for Congress. <laughs> he I totally mean, does. He's got the I, would on be and gr- I would be an excellent governor's wife. Yeah, you well, yeah, look, uh, you may you may be predicting the future there, lady. Don't be don't be surprised. You know, I would make that man successful. I would make a president out of him. Well, let's get through the movie first. <laughs> let's just get through I'm the just movie excited the I'm just excited because my favorite part of like starting to talk to somebody is like you know those first couple like times you hang out is like planning an outfit and like make myself look nice because I don't get to look like nice at work you know like there's no right, it's all there. scrubs it's all scrubs and like nine yeah. times out of ten when I go out in public most of the time I'm like tired so, like, I don't put 110% in, you know, throw my hair yeah, on top no, of my I head. Get, so, like, when I you, get it. When you're okay. ex- like, I'm excited to dress up. Like, even though it might not be, like, dress up, dress up, but, like, put on a nice outfit and, like, 
wear perfume and do my hair, make my hair look good. And I'm just excited. I'm stoked for you. <laughs> uh, don't be like that. I'm stoked. I think it's great. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for you. You got to let me know how it goes. And we'll, of course, and you're I, told have them, to... I told them, I said, um, I can't talk to you right now because I'm recording a podcast. And he goes, you, you're on a podcast. And I was like, yeah, you should probably listen to it. Yeah, dude. Get him, get him. Oh, look, if everything goes well, he's definitely going to guest. He's going to guest on this bitch. Oh, I hope so. If everything I'm goes so well, I hope it goes well. It. I'm like, I'm due to have like a good date. Soon, I agree right? with that statement. I agree with that statement. You are due. You are 100%. I mean, there was an owl on my roof the other day. So I have that has to be a good luck, right? Good omen. Yeah. Good omen. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we're back to Harry Potter. There, it was a beautiful, <laughs> it was a beautiful owl, and it was just sitting on my roof, like right, like you could see it from my um my window. Oh, dude, really that's cool. that's fantastic. So Becky, I'm very that, excited. That, thanks for sharing with us. You're gonna have to let us know. You have to let me know how it go. You have to text me tomorrow, but then we'll talk about it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, we'll, right. we'll decide on what movie, and then um you can um you can hear all about it. Yeah, listen. Any any coaching or questions? Let me know, man. I'm here. I know. I might. I and, don't know how to act because, like, yeah, I any coaching or questions? Let me know. I like to be honest with you. I've never like like dinner dates. Yeah, I've been on a bunch of those, but like other dates, like I've never been like on a mini golf date. I've never done like movie theater date. I've never. I'm not like. I've never been taking. What theater out. are you guys going to? Um, we're going to the. It's called Galaxy, and it's got the recliners. And like, oh, you can order drinks. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have a blast. Yeah. You're gonna have a blast. Well, I mean, I'm gonna ha- already have to have a drink before I go to like call my nurse. I'm very nervous. Yeah, primer. And primer. that's how yeah. I know I'm like really excited about something because I get really, really nervous, and I talk like I, well, I accentuate the syllables on my words <laughs> at the end of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, yeah. No. Look, I, I, I think the guy sounds like a, a actual decent human. And that's that's really fucking killer. I can't yeah. wait to hear more about it. I think I I, the anticipation is going to blow my mind at this point. I'm excited <laughs> for you. Uh, I think it's a good place to wrap up this yeah. episode, and then we'll keep yes. people hanging for the next one. <laughs> yes, saw. He's gonna like if he ever listens to our podcast. I'm gonna be like, you can skip over a lot episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he likes it. I'm gonna be like, you can skip episode where this episode where I talk about being a hoe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> In my hoe days, I can't wait for him to hear that. In my hoe days, I would. I went, took Jason Statham home. He had a big wiener. <laughs> In my hoe days, I once went up to a guy at a bar and asked him if I could lick his butt chin. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> Went to bed with Stephen. Woke up with Giamatti. That's the, that's the whole point of it all. Oh my God, Becky! Thank you for doing this. This yeah. is a good one. This is a. Good I need one. I needed it because I'm very nervous. You're gonna do great. You're gonna like do even great. talking Everybody's about it. My heart's racing. I'm like, oh. nah. You're I gonna kill it, man. You're gonna have, have a good time. I have the allergies, so I hope I don't snot on him. Nah, I got a good feeling about this one. I'm I'm excited for I you. Hope so. I'm excited. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna go smooth. I can't wait to tell Brooke about it. I'm so excited. 
Oh, well, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we have. We've had a lot of good times. We hope you have, too, kind of joining us in our little uh, living room of weird and random conversation. I know you're rooting for Becky to have a good day, just <laughs> like I am. Uh, I'm certainly going to hear more about it on the next episode. Uh, remember, uh, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Check out our website, www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Come back for more. Come back for more. If, check out our other podcasts. You're going to love everything we got to give you. And we will see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Bye.